Hey, Cryptonauts. Welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. This is episode 460 on November 16th, 2020. Jake Jevarelli, and with me, as always, is Blockchain John. How you doing, John? Hey, I'm a little bit under the weather, but we'll get through this, right? Wag me all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh. Let's get over to uh, Decrypt, which we've been using a lot more lately because they seem to be more, a little bit more consistent mm -hmm. Yeah, and tend to be more about U.S. news. Um, Let's go with the first one here. off as a U.S. bank. Yeah, yeah, first one's written by Jason Nelson. U.S. banks launches a digital dollar blockchain pilot. <laughs> now, yeah, this has actually been in the works for a few years now. Um, and now it's finally here. It's finally here. You know, we, we even have a tweet down here from Edward Snowden. It begins. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he knows. That's that's what this whole, you know, <clears throat> if you see him tweet something, it's probably a conspiracy. So what is the conspiracy? <clears throat> we can make up a bunch of stuff about, you know, the whole government trying to control the world with their digital dollar. Bum, bum, bum. Or is it just the the next evolution of currency? That's the question. What do you think? What do you it think feels like going? both. It feels like a control center, and it feels like uh, the the next evolution. Yeah, I think yeah, you're. you're I think you're right there. Um, is it too soon, too quick, or is it one of those things that is it not the right time now, or is right now the perfect time to be doing this? If I would I think have, they're to trying to get ahead. They're they're trying to get ahead, right? Yeah. And they already see what can happen when you do it wrong. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I, I, yeah, I was going to agree with you on that. I think utilizing blockchain technology, with, which is what they plan on doing, um, I believe it's going to be a private blockchain, which it, it is what it is. I'm not surprised by that either. I mean, it was pretty much written in, in the White House's white paper that that's what they were going to do. Um, so now now that it's here, you have all these big, big banks. You have uh, HSBC, MasterCard, Wells Fargo that are just the starting institutions. Then you got additional banks down here below. You have uh, uh, BNY Mellon, City, PNC Bank, Swift, TD Bank, uh, what is that, Tru Tru Truist? Truist and U.S. Bank. Yeah, and that's just started it off. Obviously, it's going to expand a lot more as the as this pilot goes on and make sure that they, they fix the bugs here and there. Um, yeah, this is the new thing. We're here. It's the future's here. It's I, I'm not I'm personally not excited about it because I'm anti CBDCs or any kind of government trying to uh, utilize CBDC t technology. I just it, it it pokes me the wrong way and I don't want anything to do with it. It's I, I'm always going to oh, the one thing everybody. that one thing they did say is that the U.S. dollar the the green folding paper we've used forever isn't going to go away mm -hmm. anytime yeah. soon. Mm -hmm. But. I would say at the same time. When was the last time you used green folding paper? Uh, actually, um, you're you're correct about that. You know that's it's funny because we just had a retirement party today at work for one of our coworkers, and you know it's everybody pitching some cash, and I'm literally looking at my wallet, and I just have two crumpled up uh, five dollar bills in there. I go, okay, this is all. I, I literally don't carry cash. This is just like spare change that I've had in my wallet for for a very long time. I apologize that I don't have more money to pitch in, but everybody pitching about 10 bucks. Coincidentally, I have $10 in my wallet. That's all I have. So now I have no dollars in my wallet, and I don't know when the next time I'm going to go to the bank because I don't use cash. So, yeah. yeah I was going to say the same thing. Is that I think for the longest time I had... My grandmother gave me maybe two years ago a $100 bill. 
brand new one of the newer format $100 bills when she was still around. Mm-hmm. She passed in January of this year. But um, she, uh, she did that. It was just like, here you go, honey. Thanks for doing whatever it is you do. You know, <laughs> it was like, great. <laughs> Fiat. <laughs> Um, not that I was expecting her to give me crypto, but the, the, the fact is she was an all cash person her entire life. She mm-hmm. didn't really use mm-hmm. banks in the, at all. She wrote checks, but not even all that often. She pretty much dealt only in cash. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking, what am I going to do with this? So I folded it up real, really neatly, flattened it as hard as I possibly could and mm-hmm. buried it in my car. <laughs> and so I had cash technically if I needed it. And I was like, I guess if I ever have an emergency, I can use this hundred dollar bill. And, and then it, an emergency came up where I needed a hundred dollars. Well, not quite, but more than more than more than fifty. I needed for you know something I have my wallet with me, or my phone for that matter. And I was like, you know, I'm glad I buried that hundred dollar bill in my mm-hmm. car. <laughs> but yeah, the the problem we're running into with this this digital currency thing is, at what point do we get forced? to have to use so it's like right we're all using dollars but we're not using physical dollars right now but i mean so really the majority of the populace is it really going to be that bad probably not but what you're <laughs> running into is the is the concern right the concern would always say in our show or probably would say if he hasn't said it already is you know you're giving up all your control it can you know even though you would technically have your quote money in your quote wallet right your cbc money mm-hmm. is going to be in your wallet it's te- still technically their network yeah it means and, they and, can and, turn it off and then you have no money and that's pretty much what you're reiterating what eric Voorhees uh um stated on the on uh, the decrypt podcast um so he's the the founder of shapeshift they've I've, I've used that i've actually lost crypto on there because for whatever reason the transaction didn't go through i had to get my my litecoin back but that's a different story let's just just I'm, I'm still a little sour about shape shift it just brought back some old memories anyways aside from that he's talking about uh the whole cbdc is an orwellian spy surveillance nightmare which that's more or less where i'm leading to because as you you and i know blockchain is a public ledger well in this case it's going to be a private ledger regardless it's a ledger of transactions showing the government what kind of transactions we're doing who we're doing it with, when we're doing it with, uh, uh, what we're what we're what we're purchasing with it. That's just a little too much for any any human being's comfort. But surprising, I, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me that people will adopt it, especially when it, it gets to the point where, hey, I'm retiring, but uh, it's too expensive to withdraw cash, so I'm just going to use this whole. Or, 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 for example, the CBDC is going to be your, 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 your retirement debit card. You know, here you go. This is how we do this. You know, <clears throat> or if you want, uh, uh, like welfare support, you know, here's yeah, your card. If you want social, social, some kind of support, then you're, you're stuck with this. this and that's, method. and I think that's how it's going to start. And it'll always start off with, with the, 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 the weakest and the needy most. And uh, then, then, yeah, then you're expand on, it from there. But well, that's you're on the, disability yeah. or Social Security. Yeah. And, of course, they're going to take it because they're, they're, they're in need of these services. So, you know, if the government's giving them a card, on the front end, it's gonna it's not going to feel any different than just swiping your, your, your own personal um, credit card, your bank card. You know, the CBDC card is going to be the same thing. You know, unless, they, 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 unless the government decides that if you want this, you got to implant this chip in your brain. Okay? The whole scan. <laughs> <laughs> and then you probably feel a little different. I don't know about that. 
All right, let's uh, move on over to the next news here. This is kind of interesting. Gemini. Gemini earns, Gemini earn warns customers of likely withdrawal delays due to Genesis landing uh, lending pause. So yeah, um, Gemini, uh, what is it? Uh, crypto exchange Gemini warned customers today that there might be delays with the withdrawals on the earn product. So I think you know a little bit more about yeah, this than so, I did. But, so what uh, happened is, uh, obviously, as you guys know, last week FTX filed for Chapter 11. They went bankrupt. They don't have no funds. And Genesis was one of those companies that was dependent on FTX. And since they went bankrupt, that means Genesis can no longer provide their service, which is the earn feature within Gemini. So now Gemini customers are like, hey, what's going on? How come uh, we can't earn anymore? Well, Gemini paused that feature because Gemini is not providing that service anymore. And that's pretty much what comes down to this. And that's what a lot of people, I didn't know this. Actually, that's one of the focus features of Gemini and why people use Gemini is to earn rewards. I didn't know this, but it wouldn't surprise me now that now that that's not a feature because they, they, they don't have Genesis or other companies that are providing, you know, the, the, that earn feature. A thing are they going to be able to profit off of uh their customers i don't know they might go under not that not that it seems like they're affected gemini, by... uh, maybe gemini has a, a, a significant investment from ftx but gemini was started by the winklevoss twins, the winklevoss so twins they were independently wealthy before they got oh yeah this, so for sure they got i'm not saying got, that they didn't buy a lot in ftx they were one of the early ones to have a lot of bitcoin uh, they they so I think you know more about the the Winklevoss history than I do about how they were involved with uh, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, you want to just talk about that real quick and then how they got into Bitcoin? Well, just briefly, they they the reason they even have over a billion dollars is because they sued Zuckerberg, saying, and they did have an early participation. But you know, it's like I've said so many times, if the product doesn't sell or doesn't become you know supremely popular. No one's going to sue you, or at least hardly anybody's yeah, going to. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. the reason they sued Zuckerberg was because they felt like that they got out too early on the project, that they were somehow owed because they were you know, heavily involved in Facebook before it became popular. So they sued him, you know, like, well, you know, we own this. And it's like, no, you didn't, but they still won. So they're over to Bitcoin and invested heavily in Bitcoin really early in mm -hmm. Bitcoin's. Mm -hmm. Beginnings. I think, I think Bitcoin and was under twenty billion dollars because they mm -hmm. invested so early in Bitcoin. Yeah, it was it was in the hundreds hundreds of dollars. I think it was like two hundred three hundred dollars when they were buying Bitcoin. So they were buying a lot of a lot of Bitcoin at that at that time. Yeah. So, are they solvent or or what? What's going on? Are they're uh, they're. I think they're they're each worth about three billion dollars. Each yeah. twin is worth three billion, so their combined value—that's just them personally, not necessarily their business. But, <clears throat> so yeah, they they got money to burn and money to lose, but not as much as Sam Bankman-Fried. But um, they still made the early decision to build up a Gemini in order to make it into an early crypto interface. Which I will say that what four or five years ago, I I did a gemini account but i've never put any money on it because i never liked them it's like mm -hmm. oh great you have a you have an exchange to make yourselves money great guys Woo yeah i i used it a couple of times just because in, uh, you know i i'm one of those guys that likes to just test everything out and uh, the newest shiny exchange that was out there was was uh, gemini i said okay let me just try this and see how it works and i agree with you it wasn't for me i felt like uh 
it was limited in comparison to other exchanges that are already out there that had way more uh, options available to me. So I'm like, eh, it's, it's... We're trying to do things more by the book. Yeah. I don't blame them for that. But it also meant that their their offerings were limited. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and that's what and I... there also been this long time, you know, the, they and, uh, what's his name, Draper. Is it yeah, Alan Tim, Draper? Tim, Tim. Tim Draper. Tim Draper and the, and the Winklevoss twins were both these people who said that by the end of 2020, sorry, 2022, the price of Bitcoin would be a quarter million, quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. Don't think that's going to happen. Just me. Could be wrong. I've been wrong before. Don't say this, that. On this podcast. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> but uh, I have this strong feeling like it's not going to happen. So <laughs> uh, That's what you said last time. <laughs> no, I, I have. I said it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. This time I'm saying I have a strong feeling it's not going to happen. So uh, I have a strong feeling that it will go past $100,000. No, eventually, but not, uh, not before the end of this year. <laughs> no, no. On, on, the next ups, on the next bull run, uh, yeah. Yeah, the next bull run, I can definitely see it breaking seventy thousand, which is where it was last time. So, yeah. um, I would not be surprised by that. But that doesn't mean I'm going you to be a Bitcoin maximalist. A... I don't like Bitcoin. So, just to go on a side tangent um, about what's going on currently, and, and this is not obviously part of the news, but this is just going off of just my my thoughts right now. So, with FTX collapsing, so obviously we're we're already in crypto winter, right? So that was already affecting the market. The market was already shaken up by you know. Uh, you know, private investors leaving it because there's no more funds because, you know, the banks aren't giving, you know, free money anymore. So they're like, OK, we're not investing into crypto anymore. So that was taking part. Uh, crypto winter's taking part. And then you got a bunch of ex- bunch of um, DeFi uh, 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 protocols being hacked and hundreds of millions of dollars vaporizing there. Well, not vaporizing, but they're being moved and uh, washed, washed elsewhere. And now you got exchanges with FTX just destroying the whole the whole uh, uh, crypto e- ecosystem. Not only that, now that uh, Bitcoin is at 16,500 or r- roughly around there. Jake, you as a miner know that you know when the market drops down thirty um, percent, and you're kind of dependent as as a company on that thirty percent. You lose that thirty percent. That's a big chunk of money. That means what you're currently holding, you gotta you gotta make up for that. So that thirty percent, where you gotta pay your bills, your employees, your your hardware, <clears throat> you gotta take care of all that stuff. Where are you gonna where are you gonna uh, cover? Right? You gotta cost to cover. You gotta liquidate some coins. You gotta liquid that liquidate that Bitcoin. So on top of everything that's going on. We got a bunch of of miners, uh, giant companies that have a lot of Bitcoin that's dumping their coins in the market, and it's only going to go down more and more. So that's what sucks. That's the part that does suck. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> that's the part that does suck. That uh, it's all, it's only going to get worse for these companies, and I don't want to see companies go under, especially a mining company. You know, I, I I'm a big supporter of mining companies. I think they're awesome. I think it's the best thing out there to keep, especially the network decentralized. I hate to see that there's only a handful of companies that are going to exist that are going to dominate the the network. As of right now, surprisingly, um, off the top of my head, forty plus percent of the of the Bitcoin network is being dominated by Google and Amazon cloud services. Ain't that crazy, dude? Ain't that crazy? Not really. <clears throat> it was never that like that before. Before it was before it was Bitmain, and now it's you know. So you got, I told you this recently, didn't I? I, I know maybe it was, on, it was definitely not on the show. But the thing that really blew my mind recently was that you can make more money off of um, 
mining with XMR than you can with a GPU. Mm -hmm. That's it's insane. It's so freaking insane. Now, is that does that mean that you can go over and use like AWS or Google Cloud to mine? Yes, you can, because they have a lot of a, uh, AMD uh, based processors. It still blows my mind to say that you know with a, with the not a rel really old, but a relatively maybe five six year old, um, you know, Intel Xeon or AMD uh, Epic server, you can make more money than the cost to mine right now, mm. which is really weird because it used to be all GPUs, but because we have a huge glut of GPUs coming off Ethereum, yeah. it's not that practical anymore. Oh, so, yeah. anyways. Now the question is: Is GPU mining still going to be a thing in the future? Yes, I'm. I'm certainly certain it is going to be. It's just going to have to change to something else. So, I mean, a lot of people right now. In fact, I don't even mind admitting it because because anyway, Evermore is doing well enough for itself. Um, that ever uh, EVR ever is, even though it doesn't. If you look up ever on uh, CoinGecko, it doesn't come up the way we know it. It comes up as something something else. But right. um, it it's really practical for Nvidia. Nvidia um, GPUs right now are doing a very good job with Evermore. It's not nearly as valuable as, as mining frankly, <laughs> Dynamo. Um, Dynamo is still worth more. It's just that the market is so small. Um, but the uh, mining uh, Evermore has been taking over for NVIDIA GPUs lately. So mm -hmm. I didn't in Meowcoin. You know what's <laughs> surprising about that? Oh, speaking of Meowcoin, so one of the developers, um, actually the main developer of Meowcoin is one of the developers for uh, EVR. Oh, really? Okay. So the oh. main developer. So obviously, so Meowcoin has uh, uh, people behind it that have all these coins, but they needed a developer. So they found this developer right. that's that's obviously, you know, hurting for money just like everyone else right now. And he, he he's skillful enough to work with blockchain. He, I think he just uh, he's, he's finishing up his master's degree, you know, uh, with 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 like computers. I forgot the exact program that he's he's completing, but it's 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 gotten him this far where now he's being paid by Meowcoin to be the main developer. Keep in mind that he's also working with with Ravencoin and um, uh, EVR ever evermore. I think, so. So because I watched the GPU mining space so much and mining in general, I think it really threw me off. Is if you, you know, using what to mine, which, which I've used many times, I'll pull up on the screen here real quick. Um, is that Caspa is actually leading Meowcoin. I had gotten into Caspa mm -hmm. right after uh, the Ethereum merge. K A S P A. A K A S P A. Yeah. Um, and actually, is Casper is doing quite a bit about this. Also, because the price of Casper has gone up so much lately. Um, I think if you pull up Kanye Gecko, which I'll pull over here real quick, Casper in the last uh, what three months? No, last month has gone from 0.02 to 0.07 or 0.007. Wow, 0.02 to 0.007 in price, so it's tripled in price, mm -hmm. and that's the reason Casper is now more profitable to mine than Meowcoin is. It doesn't mean that. As of right now, you'll make any money on it if your cost of energy is anything north of ten cents per kilowatt hour. But um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's funny because I was like, I put that number and I put in any number of GPUs, and I was like, uh, you can make some money. It's very little. Like Caspa, if you had no electricity costs, would be like twenty cents per. You know, I don't know what the hash rate is, but um, but it's significantly higher than Meowcoin at the moment. And that's only because the price of Casper is so high. So 
At least it's gone up a lot lately. And that was a rant on mining. Let's head on over to the next news here. Move on to Salvo's House Committee. Okay, sure. Uh, House Committee calls on SBF Binance to testify on, that is both SBF and Binance, to testify on FTX's collapse by Matt DeSalvo. So, um, yeah, quite a few people uh, are, well, not a little interested and are not just a little interested in this. What the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> um, seen Waters, Democrat, California, and uh, Patrick Henry, or Mick Henry, sorry, that we've actually spoken about in the past, yes. um, are both grilling uh, Sam Bankman fried and uh, Xingfeng Zhao on what the heck it is that's going on. So in this particular tweet, it says, Breaking! Chairman Waxing Waters and Patrick McHenry announced December hearing to investigate FTX's collapse. And I'm guessing that and it says for immediate release, but it doesn't say when they're going to hold it. I don't know if they does. I didn't read the actual article, but... Um, yeah, it that kind of stuff is kind of the well, you know. I, mean, I feel like Mary Gensler has been holding off the rest of Congress from really digging deep into what the heck's going on. Well, like, I, he's, where he's... where are the two where are the two senators who were so proud to introduce their crypto coin uh, bill? Why aren't we talking about that? Hmm? Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, he's also being investigated too uh, by the FBI, if I'm not mistaken. They're doing a cross-examination on the um, SBF and Sam uh, Bankman-Free. Excuse me, SBF and um, GG. <clears throat> yeah, CG. Oh, GG. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. I was just thinking of uh, Chengping Zhao because he, he has some knowledge of what was going on. Obviously, oh, their yeah, uh, Binance there, did yeah. some some looking into the well, assets so of FTX. So, from what I understand, uh, if, if, if Twitter is the all-telling truth, uh, the all, the all the all eye the all seeing eye telling the truth you know <clears throat> which I, I just, just take it with a grain of salt from from what from what I've heard um, CZ uh, actually knew about this it, and it, it wouldn't surprise Advanced. me if a lot of yeah. other big companies out there knew this but they just didn't want to come forward with it they knew that this was actually happening like er, as early as the beginning of the year you know but nobody really wanted to tilt tilt the talk about it. Yeah, t tilt the the cereal bowl because everybody was was enjoying breakfast. You know? uh, yes, the the benefits, right? So yeah. they're just like, okay, it's in the, but you know, we'll, we'll just enjoy it until it can't be enjoyed any longer. So like, and... the very end of the article says that the company has less than a billion dollars in assets, backed by the ten billion dollars in liabilities. You know, so it's it's, like, it's, uh... it's crazy because now um, there's there's a lot of news on 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 uh, FTX, and I guess now the the Bohemian government wants to uh, I guess confiscate the case or confiscate? No, that's not that, that's not the right word. Um, they want to they want to take over the case and, and keep it within I guess uh, under within their, their jurisdiction, yeah, right? Their jurisdiction, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like you look look at U.S. government. We know that we're territory therein, but we're oh. we're going to handle this. Thank you very much. Look look at this photo. Oh man, interesting. <laughs> and now he has to sit in front of them and and testify as to what happened but what's interesting is that he he's the way he looks like here is the way that i feel that he's represent he, he's tweeting like actively tweeting right now looking like this you know for him it's almost like a joke and people are furious 
because their companies are going bankrupt. You know, they're affected by by FTX. They're affected by these poor decisions that they made with Alameda. And that's thousands and thousands of people that are just just upset emotional people are are just devastated that this is happening then you see this face and then you see him playing games on twitter with this whole secret encryption like trying to decipher what i'm talking about while i get to enjoy my breakfast and then sleep all day and then play video games whenever i feel like that that's literally what he's talking about and what he's doing that 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 doesn't make any sense to me like at least, at least with 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 Celsius with uh, Alex Mashinsky, you know he kept it professional the whole way through. He didn't come out publicly like that. You know, this guy, I don't know, man. This is, it's it's childish, if you ask me. It's, but, I mean, I I don't have any any crypto in, in FTX. I got lucky on that. You know, uh, yeah. only only because I couldn't get through KYC for whatever reason I couldn't get through it. And uh, the bot just kept kicking me out. I was like, okay, fine. I, I won't even deal with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you were prevented from a worse fate. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I couldn't get in, but uh, I'm grateful I didn't. So yeah. maybe it, it, some fate was keeping me out or some higher force was keeping me from yeah, it's like, throwing yeah. my money at this idiot. Look, so here's, um, oh my God, here's another, here's, should I just go with this too? No. Mm. <sighs> just from his, his actual so yeah, I'm, so, not, I'm only seeing it on Twitch. I'm not seeing it on my side. So yeah. So uh, you, so the thing is, he's having private private DMs with people with 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 his so so called friends, and they're screenshotting the stuff and pretty much dumping it on Twitter. So that's kind of what like, at this point, it kind of sucks for him because he can't trust his friends. He can't trust anybody now because everything that he says is going to be screenshot and dumped on the internet. And will possibly right. be used as evidence against him if he's if he has any confessions made there, right? So here's here's a little tweet or uh, a DM here. So this is from SBF. He says, uh, "You you said a lot of stuff about how you wanted to make uh, regulations just good ones. That was pretty much just PR too. Um, actually, no. His response was here. Uh, there's there's no one really out there making sure good things happen and bad things don't. Usually, there's only one toggle: do more or do less. Yeah, just PR." F regulators, they make everything worse. They don't protect customers at all. Yeah, well, um, maybe if the company was properly regulated, this issue wouldn't be happening now, would it? Oh, it's not that it wouldn't happen. It's just it would be slower to have happened. It happens so quickly, most likely, because people would be like, no, you can't do that. And you can't do that either. And, you know, um, gambling with your customer's money is not a good idea. So there was another thing. There was another thing. You know how he was in talks with uh, with uh, Gigi? They were they were in in the process uh, within like by the end of the year, there was there was a lot of talk about coming out with a uh, FTX stablecoin. And so that was that was supposed to come out to be the lifesaver of, of SBF's um, issue, right? And Alameda's issue. They were going to use that instead of the FTT token using a, a FTX stablecoin. That's, I don't know if it was going to work, but uh, if it did go through, they probably would have uh, been able to go on for a little longer. But uh-huh. still, the way they're, the way that they're, they're, they're practicing their work was probably one of the worst ways to do it which is pretty much like a ponzi scheme you know you uh so from what i understand the companies were were going to ftx because you gotta keep in mind yeah he's a bad guy now but 
just literally a month ago, he was like the front page a model boy that everybody loved. He's amazing, right? Everybody trusted yep. him. Nobody questioned him. So you go to this company. You're like, you're one of the biggest stars out there. I want to invest into your company. Let me buy buy into your company. He goes, sure, why not? Here, yeah, we'll, we'll take this. But you got to leave. You got to you got the, the company the the FTT tokens that you're you're buying off of us. You got to leave it on the FTX exchange. So they take the fiat that is supposed to stay on FTX because it's FTX property. It's the customers or the investors' property. But what they did was they they'll they'll transfer it over to Alameda, which will then in turn. Oh, so, excuse me sorry sorry let me backtrack let me do that again so alameda would be the one uh, uh getting these investors right <clears throat> so once they get that money they'll they'll tell the investors that they would have to keep the ftt tokens on ftx on the exchange and then they'll pretty much just double up on that money and then get the next person out uh, um to invest that's just it's a it's straight up ponzi scheme man you know <clears throat> nice um moving on to our last little article is the Sony files? Sony, yeah, Sony files. It's files. Sony files a patent. Sorry, I don't have that one up yet. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you did. You're the one who wrote it down, right? Yeah, I clicked it out. Oh, sorry. Okay, this one's written from Jason Nelson. <laughs> Sony files patent for tracking in-game digital assets with NFTs. Now, Sony actually—I think we've read a few Sony articles already in, in the past. And Sony, Sony's actually been highly active with blockchain technologies and NFTs. And now they're just building up on that. And it wouldn't surprise me if they would be the the first company out, the first big conglomerate company to come out with a AAA game on on blockchain technology. That would be awesome. That would be a, it would be a lot of money, but that would be pretty cool to see something come out from from Sony. So imagine imagine having the 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 ability to use your NFT to play online. You obviously uh, let's say let's say uh, like the RPG games, right? You get to build up your characters, right? On t mm. on top of that, it's your NFT on your wallet. Mean meaning that after you play the game enough and you build up your character, you can take that NFT and sell it on 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 on, uh, on the exchange. For example, this is what I was doing with uh, Ethermon. You know, I would get my little mons and right. I would I would go battle them and level them up, and um, and then if I wanted to, I can sell them on the market. I never sold any of mine, um, but yeah, I still have my guys. They're still on my wallet. You know, I don't play the game anymore because Ethereum's too expensive, right? But <laughs> yeah. regardless of that, I still have them. That's what's that's the beauty part about it. If I wanted to sell them, I've invested, I invested some time into the game where I can actually make a profit off of them, which is pretty cool, right? You can't do that with games uh, currently. You know, with, with, with well, actually, isn't World of War? You played World of Warcraft, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you? I think you can sell. I I've, I I haven't played it, but I think you can sell items off of there, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh. All right. World of Warcraft ever allowed you to sell outside the game? It was um, Diablo. Diablo allowed you to sell for for real fiat currency uh -huh. for for a short time, and they don't let you do it anymore. Um, the only way that you can get money in and out of World of Warcraft is to what, buy and sell tokens within the game. So you can pay, I think it's 20 bucks <clears throat> token with fiat and get a certain amount of gold in the game. Or you can sell the gold on the market for a token where you're basically buying the, the token, where you can buy the token itself and then that gold that that person goes to the person who was looking to get gold in the game. Um, and it also what you can do with those tokens is you can use them for game time or you can use them for money within the Blizzard ecosystem. So, 
So it, it, technically, it, the money only goes in. It doesn't go out. You can't sell item, digital items in Blizzard's Warcraft for real-life money. You can get real-life money, but any real-life money you get has to be used to buy things within the game or, or merchandise from Blizzard. So doesn't really work the way that it would be nice if it did, but, I mean, the Sony concept... People who play Sony games, I don't play any of them anymore. I used to, though. I thought it was brilliant. Because it's like, if you can make NFTs that you can either switch around with other games or even just sell to people outside, then then the, then the uh, economy works within the game. The problem with this, <laughs> when we saw this with that that game that was associated with Russian ruble, rubles, I can't remember the name of the game now. Someone will probably correct me. Um, and the ruble went up drastically in inflation because of the war, Games token in the game also went up just as bad because it was tied to the real life version or real life value of the Russian ruble. Mm. So it's it can be a good thing, but it could be a bad thing for the game because then the the economy of the game is dependent upon the economy of life. Games aren't supposed to be dependent on real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, like like um uh, I think there was a vote recently in, in Upland um, where they said, hey, does everybody want the token to be used for a different purpose? And I think most people voted yes on that. I haven't looked at the results yet, but I voted yes for it. I was like, yeah, I don't. I would like it, the token to be more restrictive. So we'll see if that goes through. But at the same time, at least there's a way to vote for it. But yeah. I think this is brilliant. I think that I, it, the it, Sony's... It absolutely is. It's one of those things that... Uh... NFTs is not dead. Here's here's a prime example, and the reason I, I actually say that because everybody all over Twitter is saying, you know, NFTs are dead. You, you, we were just talking off off air, actually uh, behind the scenes on, on Twitch, saying that uh, this whole this whole um, uh, uh, board ape that was worth one point two million dollars is now worth what just like a little over half a million. No, it's worth seventy thousand. Seventy seventy. Wow, seventy thousand. Yeah. Wow. It went down twenty x. So five percent of its original wow. value is what's worth now. Wow. So yeah, but but that's uh, pretty much across all uh, NFTs. Like nothing's really as valuable as it was in its prime. Everything kind of came down overall in, in its in its. Well, it's because it was artificially inflated, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't care if companies like Sony or, or Ubisoft use NFTs in their games. Mm-hmm. The point is to make uh, adaptability more possible. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm now, like. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Whether or not it's monetization. That's possible, but really, the I mean, there is a sense of value in this. And think about it from the standpoint of playing a, a Blizzard game. Mm-hmm. If you were a top tier player in Blizzard's games, and it was possible for you to sell that top tier character that you created in the game to a person who had the money, and that might be something realistic to do. But the problem Blizzard had stated, and the reason that they stopped allowing people to sell things out to the game is because then the game became only for the rich. Right? And the people who had enough time to play enough to get that kind of gear. So it's like you you then become slaves to the rich, like almost everything else in the in the world. <laughs> and then the people who just want to play the game because they just want to play the game end up going into things like PvP and, and, and high-level stuff, and then they, mm-hmm. they can't compete because the rich people just came in and bought everything. <laughs> that was the same complaint I had about Decentraland. 
wanted to buy land in Decentraland. Yeah, but there's no way to do it because yeah. the rich people came and bought it all up. Yep, all the wells came in. Uh, <laughs> no or, opportunity. Yeah. yeah, which is which is sad because uh, so, literally, like the majority of land was sold uh, during like during their ICO. Like by the time they actually opened up the platform, you couldn't buy anything because everything was sold to the wells. It's like wow. Same thing with uh, what was it? Uh, sandbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Game and. Now the thing that the reason I still argue for Upland is because Upland still gives people the opportunity. You can't once you exceed a hundred thousand upics in Upland, you can't buy the the new land, the land that's only for new players. Mm-hmm. So new players start with I think six thousand upics and can buy use like one piece of land. They're mandated to hold off on selling it for real dollars for like four months. You can sell that one piece of land for you know maybe two to two to five percent over buying cost get your money back buy another piece of land and then slowly build up over time and that's deliberate or if you want to you can just buy a bunch of upics and become a whale which a lot of people have done and it's perfectly legit but there's still some land that no one can buy except new players and in, in my opinion if blizzard wanted to do this or if sony is going as they already are doing takes a hint from upland i think that they preserve the game for players um, so that they they don't just ruin it by all the whales coming in and just taking everything. Yeah. So I I want to um, le- I want to read a little bit on this on this article here just to give a little more context sure. of what Sony's doing. <clears throat> so it says according to the applications, so because they they filed a patent or not a patent they filed a um a um was it a patent? It was the patent. Yeah. Yeah, patent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. According to the application, Sony wants to use distributed ledger or blockchain to record digital media assets, gameplay, or and video clips, and include a unique token for the digital items with a unique identifier and metadata that would identify properties of the digital asset. Non-fungible tokens or NFTs are cryptographically unique tokens linked to digital and physical content, providing proof of ownership for things like artwork, music, memorabilia, and items in video games. While the filing is only for a patent, it shows Sony is interested in entering the growing NFT gaming field. According to CoinGecko, the top NFT games are uh, also known as play-to-earn games, include Axie Infinities, Alien Worlds, Step In, and The Sandbox. That's what you are talking about earlier. Yeah, exactly. But I could I could only like if if Sony actually came out with a AAA game like they currently have with like, uh, for example, God of War, uh, Spider Man, Horizon Zero, The Last of Us, Monster Hunter World, or Ghost of Tsushima. You know, those are some big AAA games. You know, if they came out with those on on Web three, oh dude, they would just destroy everything else. Someone's and, eventually gonna do that. It's gonna happen. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that's a little bit longer than our normal show. We only had four articles this time, but that's fine. We just want to <laughs> talk about, I mean, it's not just news, but talking about the news and how it's, it's relevant. Mm. So, um, we appreciate everybody uh, listening for this time or watching if you're on YouTube or on uh, <laughs> our favorite uh, library or odyssey.tv. Actually, uh, library, Odyssey library might get shut down. Well, library, yeah, but library.tv, not necessarily Odyssey, though. Unless you know something I don't. Or, or vice versa. It's it's vice versa. Library.tv, I think, was shut down, whereas um, Odyssey is the replacement for what Library was. The Library protocol still exists. 
so so yeah so library so library is going to be the one shut down so <clears throat> excuse me excuse me no 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 odyssey is going to be the one shut down and library will be the one left open so library the reason that they they converted over to odyssey is because they're able to to censor nf what is nfsw uh, uh, videos right. right with with library you can't do that because that's strictly it's blockchain you can upload anything on ipfs and just distribute it there now if to be a company to be a legitimate company they can't just have people uploading you know people's murders or you know uh, uh gun traffic you know weapons drugs and stuff like that you can't like that's not cool you can't do that kind of stuff so they had uh, they they built out Odyssey where they can actually censor that type of stuff off of there. But you can technically download the library TV yes. app, yes, and use it indefinitely because it is completely decentralized and you do yes. whatever you want. Yes, it's Odyssey.tv or Odyssey.com. Which if you go to Library.tv, it's going to redirect you to Odyssey.com. Yes, and it does when you do that. It says Library TV has been retired. You may you've been magically transported over to Odyssey.com. Yes. So yes, they have the capability of blocking. Um, whatever content they want, Odyssey.com. Yeah, just so like I don't YouTube. know if they're gonna open up a library anytime soon because there would be, um, I'm assuming that the the, the developers of, of of library, even though it's decentralized, are still held liable for the content that's uploaded on there, which is why they created Odyssey to begin with, you know. But now that Odyssey is going to be shut down, yo, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Odyssey's not. It's it's library.tv that's gonna be shut. You're saying you're shooting. Where where have you read that Odyssey.com is being shut down? Well, isn't that what they've been talking about? Oh, library.tv was shut down. It's no longer even something you can visit. It just redirects to Odyssey. Yeah, but Odyssey was in litigation for the longest time and they lost that. Oh, Odyssey is still there. Odyssey is a thing. For it's still now, yes. what All right. I don't I don't know where Odyssey is gonna be taken away, so Maybe that's what they're doing anyways. I don't want to argue about this. We're just trying to wrap the show up. <laughs> um, all right, so anyway, thanks for all watching, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Every show, Stack, Stack Sats, Sats and, and Hoddle. Adios. Uh,